Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Vanessa is a creator of Cosmic Sound, Beauty, Love, and Alignment. A creatrix at heart, she weaves a tapestry of sound, vibration, feminine spirit, and sonically channeled voice, currently working online and at the Pyramids of Chi in Bali. Spiritually influenced by the wisdom teachings of the ancient mysteries, anthroposophy, and contemporary science, her divine purpose is to assist humanity to attune to their unique essence and purpose through sound, the forgotten mysteries, as well as the natural and cosmic forces that weave through the universe. She says, your unique essence has always been with you. It's not something to learn or acquire, but rather something you easily attune to. We're here to learn how to master the process of creation, to learn how to consciously channel the creative energy of spirit into physical form. Today, we'll be talking about the benefits of sound and frequency as a modality for healing. Please welcome Vanessa to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm so excited to have you on today, Vanessa. How are you doing? I'm so good, Alia. Thank you for hosting me and I yeah, sound is, <laughs> is, exists in the entire world and it is everything. So I, I'm very passionate about uh, sharing what we have to share today. So, so excited. So um, as a sound healer person, um, I'm excited to talk to you because I've been to the Pyramids of Chi, which we'll get into and talk a little bit about, which are these amazing ridiculous uh, pyramids that have been set up for like perfect sound and, and all this stuff so I had this amazing transcendental experience while I was there laying on the floor listening to these gongs and didgeridoos and all kinds of drums and hums and sound whatever and I remember while I was there feeling just this sensation of being lifted out of my body and it being yeah. so, so incredible. And like, I feel like I couldn't explain it. But before we get into any of that, first, tell our listeners who you are, what's your background, why is this such a passion of yours, and what do you do with it now? Okay. So my journey through sound actually began from in my mother's womb. Um, and I have been so connected with sound growing up in South Africa, in Africa. I was always exposed to um, wild animals and birds and we always used to go to a lot of game farms. Um, and uh, so I was always exposed and around nature. And through my years, I came across, um, I always used to love dancing in school and playing instruments. And then I came across uh, DJing. And I went into DJing for, wow, about 15 years. Um, I've literally have played every single, yeah. Wow. 
I also hosted a radio station, um, a radio show on, on my university radio station as well. Mm -hmm. And I have gone through every single genre of music. I've gone through every single way of, of performing. So back then I was started off on vinyl when there was when there was vinyl and then we went on to cd and then we went on to flash drive discs and then we went on to like computers and it's just so i've gone through the whole evolution of technology through music and then i came to a point in my life where i would call it the dark night of the soul and it was a time that was very challenging for me i just felt like i had no purpose um i was came to a juncture where i felt like i there I just needed something more and something deeper. So, and also I kind of lost myself in the whole dance club, nightclub scene as, mm -hmm. as one can imagine that one can go, can, can go to. So I then had to, um, with a lot, of, I built up a lot of anxiety and depression and I had to take some time out. I had to pull back. So I pulled back for about a year and through this year I did deep, um, deep inner work. I did meditation. I went to a Vipassana meditation center where you sit in silence for, for, for 10 days and through this whole days? process. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How's that for someone who loves sound? I, it was a new type of sound. It was listening to all the internal sound within myself you know, the monkey mind and the feelings and everything was creating sound, but it was this internal sound. And through this process um, of, of deep diving within myself, I kept on coming back to music. I kept on wanting to be drawn back to music, but I didn't know how I was going to get back into the, into the, into the sound scene because I did not want to go back to, to nightclubs and the, you know, everything that comes with nightclubs, the late night sleeping. And I, I, so I, um, went to my spiritual, one of my spiritual coaches and, um, she actually led me into, um, uh, further study, further studying. And I went to go and study, um, music and dance. Mm -hmm and how we utilize um, dance and music uh, in, in a way that is more on a spiritual uh, path. Mm -hmm. And that is where I discovered all of these ancient instruments, uh, which I had never fully heard of. I was like, wow, these Tibetan bowls and these, and these gongs and all these beautiful sounds that you know, weren't, weren't very much in my, in my field then and that I was being exposed to. And that is how I came into um, sound healing was uh, through through my studies and just diving deep into sound into sound and understanding sound in terms of energy frequency and and vibration and really understanding where sound actually really comes from. Mm. So I did this whole deep dive journey and through um, after my studies, which was four after four years, I decided to gift myself. A vacation and uh, to and I chose Bali as my destination and I was going to go on a two-month sabbatical time out uh, so I literally packed all of my belongings because I had to move out of my apartment so it was literally it was pack all my belongings pack everything off to Bali I went that sounds a landed. lot like what I did 
packed all my shit up and I left for two months and yeah, that's very similar. Good. Sorry. <laughs> and um, I landed in the magical island of, of Bali and I went to go and visit the Pyramids of Chi in my third week of my two month sabbatical. And uh, my friend said, you will love the pyramids. So I landed up at the pyramids of Chi. Also, I went to a sound healing experience. I lay down, had this like profound um, experience and I was told you need to work here. I was like, okay, that intuition, that gut feel, and you're just like, I, I, I need to work here. Mm-hmm. So um, I, that day as well, the owner happened to be there and I landed up speaking with, with him and just sharing my story. And there was an opportunity for another, we call them gong masters mm-hmm. um, at the permits. And there was an opportunity for me to be there. And it was, Aliyah, it was, I, I, I've never had an experience like this where you literally get offered a job right on the spot. Normally, you know, you go for an interview and it was, it was just like flow and it was just in, in, it was the most easiest thing. And I think sometimes in life, those things that just come so naturally and so, so synchronistic, syn- synchronistically are when you are so in alignment and it is, it is just truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, so that's what happened. And it was, um, you know, he said, go and think about it and, and come back and have a me- uh, another meeting tomorrow. So I said, sure. And on my way back home, I was like, there's nothing to think about. I mean, this is just, yes, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, one and a half years later, working wow. in those permits every single day and having the most profound experiences and shifts of what, of what people experience with sound, because I had never been in such an intimate relationship with sound before and uh, um, watching other people exposed with the sound and hearing back their experiences that they share with me, I was like, wow, this is really, really powerful, powerful stuff. So, um, yeah, my whole life, my whole journey has been through, through sound and I've been very blessed and my whole journey took me back to the origin of sound. So I started off, you know, in the more modernistic way of sound with digital Mm -hmm. technology and but then coming back to the roots and origin of sound, which is tapping into sound as a vibration to, to heal and for higher states of uh, consciousness and um, for raising our vibration. Cause, mm-hmm. cause that's, that's the power of sound. That's a part of music. You know, yeah. Steve, we, we can, right. We can play one of our a favorite song and or, or music can bring about emotions, right? We can put mm-hmm. on a song and we can be in tears mm-hmm. or emotionally touched. So mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, Very that is cool. my, my journey through sound. I love that, that your whole life theme essentially has been in this area. It's like you had already been predestined for this particular journey. And I think that the, the really interesting aspect of that is the way that you talk about music. And also, you also have a very soothing voice as well. I was like, ooh, this is going to be a nice, like, ooh, a battle of the voices. <laughs> but there is something so, so powerful about sound. Now, the way that I talk about sound is I talk about sound and frequency, and we talk about vibration, hertz levels, things like that. Um, I've been to, to ah, I can't even count how many sound baths I've been to, but I do remember particularly in the pyramids of chi that there was something very different about that being in that geometric space and the way that the sound would bounce back. 
and how I had this, what felt like an out of body astral projection while I was in the middle of that, that just like, I, like my body just slipped out, like very, very easily. can't remember what happened. I had some vague memories of stuff that was going on, mm. but coming out of that, how I felt it was, I mean, I went with a couple of friends and we all sat in that back garden afterwards and we we're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, are we in the same universe? Like, we just felt really like, like we had just taken a whole bunch of drugs and like it was just what just yeah. happened to our bodies. So, um, yeah. in the way that you speak about music, even like listening to certain music and the way that it makes you cry, things like that. I want to go the science route and the emotional route, like the spiritual route. Um, let's go spiritual first. Cause that's more fun. Um, and talk about <laughs> what kind of, what kind of healing have you seen come out of that? Why does sound, why sound able to break up some of the, the stuck vibrations that we have in ourselves or things that we've stored or pain or trauma. I also watched a video on their website about somatics and how like when play, they play sound in that uh, sacred geometry that kind of pops out yes. of that. Can you tie those things together and tell our listeners yes. like what that does to the body? Yes. Yes. So I love somatics and somatics is such a beautiful way to show the physical um, indentation of sound on, on an object. Mm-hmm. So those are, I mean, you, you, you see those beautiful, um, either they do it into water or sand and you see the shape of sound. Mm-hmm. So that just right there, we don't need anything else. That is just clearly showing us that sound shapes water. It mm-hmm. shapes sand. It shapes, it shapes our, anything uh, in our physical uh, environment. So, um, you know, because sometimes sound, when it travels, it is invisible energy because it travels through the air as, as a sound wave. So cymatics is the most beautiful way to show how sound actually affects uh, physical matter. Mm-hmm. So our bodies are made up of around 80% water. I say that we're literally like walking, walking water bottles, <laughs> um, water bottles, yeah. yeah. And um, sound. It is proven by science that sound actually travels way more efficiently and effectively in water than it does through the air. So whenever the sounds and uh, of vibrations of either music or all the, or the instruments that are being played in, in, the, in the pyramids in a sound bath session, these um, sound waves come and they penetrate through your waters and they then, when they penetrate through the waters, sound is all sound lives in the elements of ether, which is all about space. Mm-hmm. So sound just sound just wants to open everything up. Mm-hmm. So that is what sound does. As soon as it comes into contact with our waters, it literally just opens up every single cell, mm-hmm. every single molecule, atom of our body. So it will open it. It will um, create more space in our body, and that's why you will have certain shifts. So mm-hmm. sound can affect us on the on a physical level, um, where I've, um, heard experiences, people have shared experiences in, in the, in, in the pyramids that they felt, um, old injuries, like old injuries, like certain pain coming to the surface. You can even feel, um, the sensation of, um, maybe heat coming through your body. Yeah, I felt um, you that probably, sure. yeah. yeah. So you can feel physical sensations of, of sound. Um, in the body is as heat or tingling, or you can even feel contraction in your body, like tightness. So sound will affect us on a physical level. And then if we move to an emotional level, sound, as we know, music, music 
um, opens our, our heart center. It opens up the heart. It opens up our emotions because sound again, again, it wants to open up everything. Mm. So if we've been holding on to any emotion and I, you know, throughout our day, be human. Sometimes we may suppress an emotion. Some of us make, you know, we have all different uh, behaviors of how we deal with our emotions. Some of us get completely busy and um, we then, you know, forget about the emotions or suppress them. So with sound, in, with sound, it's able to open up your emotional body. So you may feel all the different emotions moving through you in a sound journey. Mm. And some of them may be the, the feelings of joy and, and blessing. You know, some people have complete um, oneness. And some people may even feel, you know, depression and um, anger and frustration. So that's on, a, on an emotional uh, level. And then on a mental level as well, sound, and it's also, again, proven by science, sound will um, change our brainwave activity. Hmm. So the sound, and that is called brainwave entrainment. Okay. So we have four different, we have uh, four different um, states of brainwave activity and it can be measured because every single thought is, holds energy, holds yeah. a frequency, yeah. holds a vibration. Yeah. This is why so I always we have, that, like when we use our words, we have to be very careful which words we use because they, they each hold their own energy and vibration of things that we are allowing ourselves to materialize in our body or externally. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when we can understand that every single little thing is energy, you know, then, then, then we can, wow, then it's just become so huge mm-hmm. because then it's, then it's, you know, what words are you uttering? What, 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 um, what, what are you, what are you bringing into your uh, energetic field? Because everything is energy and everything will affect you. And it's either going to raise your vibration or it will bring down your vibration. And constantly throughout our day, we are either, we are, you know, swinging between raising and dropping down. We, we you know, we, we come into the, to the higher vibrations of love and uh, of joy, and then we can also drop down. And it's just about becoming conscious of, of these different vibrations. So what I was saying with uh, going back to uh, brainwave entrainment, so our brainwaves have four different um, act, uh, ranges. And it's, right now we're, we're conscious. So conscious alert um, state, it's called a beta brainwave activity. And that's when we're conscious, we're alert, we're awake. So when we are listening to um, frequencies of, of harmony and frequencies of balance, our brainwave activity drops and we go into what we call theta. So when all of us go to bed at night and we and we go in, going off into dream state, we go into what we call theta. And that's a relaxed state, that's a relaxed state. And your brainwave activity literally drops. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at on a graph, our brainwave activity when we're conscious would look quite like this. Mm-hmm. And then when we go into deep states of relaxation, of, uh, lots of yeah. little points. Yeah. So it slows down it actually slows down and you can imagine right when we bring our brainwave activity down we access the part of our system called the parasympathetic nervous system and that is our system of rest and digest 
And when we're in the system, you can imagine, right? You're so dropped in, you're so calm. You, every single cell of your body is also open. You have more space in your body. Mm-hmm. And therefore, when you're more calm, you can actually make more um, rational, creative um, choices from a more of a conscious space. Mm-hmm. And that is when, you, when you're also calm, you can imagine that's actually when you can get more spiritual downloads as well. You know, yeah. when you, when you're more open, think about it when, when you're in fight or flight, mm-hmm. when you're in your um, sympathetic nervous system and you need to get a task done and you're highly stressed, that system is that system that you're in is just working to get that particular task done to, to survive. Yeah. And a lot of us throughout our day, right? We already, we are pretty much in fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And um, because our nervous systems are so shocked from, from being stressed and obviously what's happening at the moment as well, um, right. it's bringing up a lot. So now more than ever, we need to bring our brainwave activity down. We need to, um, uh, we need to bring our, um, our internal system, our immune system, uh, down by spending time in nature, connecting mm-hmm. with more music and meditation and yoga. And there's so many beautiful spiritual practices out there that can bring more calmness to, to the body. So that is on a mental level. Mm-hmm. Also wanted to say that is called, as I mentioned to you, it's called brainwave entrainment. Mm-hmm. So that is when, and that is when the sound of one object can offset another object in motion so that is what it actually actually does so i wanted to give you an example of um entrainment is there was this experiment done where they took about 500 grandfather clocks Mm -hmm. and you know the grandfather clocks that or that um yeah yeah so um they took a whole bunch of them and they put them up on the wall and they were all going at completely different times and then after about 10 minutes, they were all going no. in sync. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that, yeah, that is called entrainment mm-hmm. where an art, where one object, the more stronger, powerful object offsets the rhythms of the others of, mm-hmm. of all the other grandfather clocks to go in the same direction. What I wanted to say as well is have you ever, entrainment is also, get a whole group of women together and get them to live in one house together. Yeah. Do you know that all of them will start their moon cycle, their, menst- their menstrual cycle yep. all at the same time? Yeah. It'll start to sing. It's, it's a hormonal yeah. pull. Yeah. And that is, that is, in tra- that is entrainment mm. where, where the, where the one, the woman that's, you know, got a lot of the, um, strength um, will will offset all the other women to all come in come into come into sync, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's incredible. So that is that is entrainment. That is that is the natural laws of of the of energy around us. And do you know that Mother Nature is always coming into balance? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's incredible. We we just need to get out of the get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's a, it's such an interesting point because you're right. Like that aspect of sound, um, even from the, the, think of it as, um, you know, for some of our listeners, we've talked about energy transference and like that transference of energy, which is a different type of 
it's not entrainment because it's not shifting the other aspect as a pull. Instead, it's the other way around. It's pushing the energy into someone and then absorbing it. Therefore, not the other way around. And so in that, in that aspect, you can, um, I was thinking while you were talking about how, how I felt in the sound baths that I've had is a similar feeling that I felt like back in the day when I used to go to church and we would all be singing a worship song and they would have like a chorus that would continue to play over and over and over. And you would get, I believe that theta brainwave state almost, um, not, maybe not into theta, but like in that aspect where you stop having to think about the words and you just absorb the sound and you're in this kind of like you know, whatever the, the music is or whatever that, that produces this yes. significant emotion that opens your body up completely. And this is why worship or sound baths or anything like that of that nature with that particular type of sound can get that emotional response. It can feel healing at times, especially in groups of people where that's been magnified. Exactly. Exactly. That's the power of a group of people. I wanted to share with you how powerful it is when people come together with an intention uh, and, and, and how much we can do. We don't even understand how powerful, incredible we are when we come together. Yeah. So there was this massive group meditation. I don't know if you, if you did it, it was like the one that was a global world. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> did you see the human frequency? Yes. And the Schumann I did. Now explain to our people what human frequency is. So yeah, this, the Schumann frequency is the, the frequency of, of the earth. So just through gathering people together in, in meditation with a single intention. And as I said, your thoughts are energy. You're sending out energetic frequencies through your mm -hmm. thoughts. It's incredible. So what was happening is um, through that intention of, of, um, of people gathering, Mm -hmm. and there was a shift in the earth's atmosphere and that is the human frequency we could see that there was a significant shift yeah. just and there was an effect yeah. so it was incredible absolutely incredible and um another um awesome thing to google for those that actually want to look a little bit deeper into sound is to look at dr emoto's work oh yeah um he the yeah snowflakes or the water freezing Right. Yes, exactly. And it's he. He's done. He's a he's a Japanese, and um, he's done so much research around sound and water. And um, he was doing this experiment where he was exposing um, different music, whether it be rock or uh, classical music. He was also emitting words of like love, some water, uh, emitting words of um, you know hate and disaster. And then he would emit these frequencies to the water and then take them and look at, freeze them and then look at them underneath a microscope. And the words of like love and joy form these most beautiful, beautiful crystals with so much clarity and detail. Metric. Whereas words of, yeah, whereas words of destruction and hate, you know, there was it was still deformed there there was no actual formation that had 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 formed mm -hmm. so um that was dr emoto's um of work um so yeah a, 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 an awesome uh, experiment to look at with, it's really with the effects cool of, of sound there is a there is an aspect of 
like we're we're not just talking kind of like floatily about like what we say to ourselves. We're talking about the aspect of what vibration does to your brain, what it does to the body, what it does. Like there are sometimes, and I've, I've talked about this a little bit before on the show, um, the way that I read energy is through sound. So when someone sits down with me and we're getting ready to do an energy session, I ask them to say their name, speak their name three times or two times or something. So I can hear the frequency of their own voice and tune into their energy in this way. I don't know how it works. It just seems to work that way. I can get and understand very quickly what it is that they struggle with, where their blocks are energetically. I can feel it in my body. It's almost if I'm mirroring it to them. So in that way, there are some times when I go on a date, when I like meet a new friend or meet a person or whatever, and I hear their voice and there's something that signals off. I'm like, Mm-mm, not, nope, like not that person. <laughs> there's just something about the frequency and the vibration in which they carry their body that when it comes out of their mouth, I'm like, oh, I don't know. So with that, then I've also had people say similar things. Um, like the, the way that I said to you, I was like, your voice is so soothing. So I, I could just listen to you for a while. You know, it seems massaging almost <laughs> to hear it because of the frequency in which you resonate. And that makes sense to me. So I wanted to ask, is there, you know, like you kind of touched on a little bit with the, uh, is it Emoto, his, um, his experience, yes. but is when we say, is there any bad sound? Like when we talk about music, when we talk about certain instruments, obviously like words have connotations. So they carry energy for us as a perception. Um, because when you think of different languages, if you had said, you know, Hey bitch in Afrikaans, I wouldn't know what that is. Like, so it would, it wouldn't have registered to me energetically in the same way, even if you had meant it energetically in that way, it could have still transferred, but I would have not been cognizant of it. But in the case of actual sound, like drums or you know things like that that we don't have any any conscious um etymology like interpretation with it is there any like what would be a bad sound sound can destroy and it can create it depends what the intention is but i don't really like to say that there's bad sound or bad sound or good sound there's uh, what i like to say is there there are sounds that are either harmonious mm-hmm or they're unharmonious. Okay. And it might be different for, you know, different people may, it might be different for different people. Um, like you were saying, like you, you pick up when some people are speaking to you, you know, some people will resonate more with you, uh, with, with, with their voices and some, some may not. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there's either sounds that are very harmonious or there's sounds that are unharmonious. So, and they, and sound will, will affect us. So we know that by placing ourselves in environments of less noise, mm-hmm. because what happens is after a certain amount of time, when you in a space of that is with constant noise, you actually build a resilience to it. Okay. And then sometimes, yeah, you build, cause our bodies are so incredible. They're just so adaptable. Right. Um, but the more that we, you know, the more that we keep our uh, bodies uh, clean and pure and we're looking after them, what we actually do is we become more sensitive mm-hmm. and then we'll be able to really tune in and really to, to really hear what sounds are, are um, really harmonious for us and what sounds are not unharmonious for us. Sometimes when we have so much gunk, that we've collected over uh, that is blocking then we might not be able to even really uh, finally tune in which sounds are 
affecting us in a more negative way or a more harmonious way. Yeah. I have some Um, of my little, um, I have some siblings that are quite young and uh, my nephew that are very sensitive to sound. Now, not all of them, there's, there's six of them total, but like there are two of them in particular, like just certain like noises, they won't even be that loud. And they're like, Oh, you know, they have their hands over their ears as if it is painful for them. And I'm like, these are my empaths. These are the ones that are like more sensitive to this type of thing. Let's pay attention to that. Some of the, um, I wouldn't say their parents weren't sensitive to it or anything like that, but they were like, Oh, you know, it's no big deal. It's like, he just doesn't like loud noises. And I'm like, it's not just that. Like it's more than not liking loud noises. It's the attunement of what their through that frequency is that makes them feel unsafe or that doesn't resonate with their particular vibration or vibratory uh, complex. So exactly. that absolutely makes sense. So that would be disharmony, disharmonious. Am I saying that right? <laughs> Dis- disharmony. Like for mm-hmm. their, yes, their body. Exactly. Um, Yes. So what would be the benefits for people? So like, I understand from the relaxation standpoint, um, how beautiful being in a sound bath is. I'm almost addicted to them. They feel like a massage for your energy field. Um, But for people who might, maybe this is the first time that they're listening. um, What are the advantages or benefits of someone going to this? Say that they have zero idea about any of the spiritual shit and they're like, Oh, give this a whirl. Like what would be the benefit of that for them? Yes. So First of all, it is like having an internal sound massage, exactly like you were saying. So it is massaging every single atom organ of your physical body. It's giving you a sound massage. Um, It is also calming your nervous system. It is rebalancing um, your brainwave activity. Um, and for someone, especially for those that spend a lot of time in their, in their heads and, uh, you know, are always on the go, it is so, so beneficial to create uh, time to drop into these deeper states of relaxation. So dropping the mind for calmness, mm-hmm. um, getting out of the mind and into your body, or, you know, it could be an experience where you get taken, taken perhaps maybe even out of your body. Um, and having a transcendental experience. So really just getting out of the mind, which we spend a lot of our time and in, in most of our day in, um, in our brains and in our minds. And there's so many benefits of sound. You know, it, um, it increases the, your oxygen um, throughout your body, um, creating more emotional stability, um, more creativity it can awaken so many different things and it can even awaken a fir- one of your first uh, spiritual experiences yeah. as well yeah so um i i i have seen people who you know who at the pyramids achieve who are very close-minded mm-hmm. and uh it was a gentleman that came uh to me after one of the sessions and he was like you know what i am not I'm so close-minded, but this experience has completely opened me up. And just hearing that completely made my day because it was, you know, changing someone that is so completely closed yeah. and, 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 and now, they're, now, they're, now they're being open to this whole other new world is really profound. It's very, it's like freeing. Like it's given, you've given them some freedom in a way to open their cells, uh, even by, yes. by sound. The first sound bath that I got, um, there were four, and I'm into this stuff, but it's still, I'm still skeptic. <laughs> I'm still skeptic. Sometimes I'll hear stuff and I'm like, mm, 
did you really see that? And I see ghosts. So like sometimes <laughs> it's kind of, kind of funny, but there were the first sound bath that I got, I got an individual one and I went to this place um, when I was living in Brooklyn and they, uh, this guy, Raphael, he, I don't know what he did, but while we were in that sound bath, obviously like he was using quartz bowls and all kinds of little instruments and stuff. And at some point I felt like my eyes were kind of doing this flickering, like, um, you know, like my, my eyeballs were moving up and down in my, in my mm. lid happening. I couldn't control it. It was just happening. And in my mind's eye, I saw that there were four people standing in the room kind of against the wall towards the door. And they were all wearing what looked kind of like these monk, you know, over, you know, the dress dresses that monks wear with the kind of the brown hood or whatever. And they were all standing in the corner, looking down, kind of like they were ready to be used, but that they were, you know, conscious of not like overstepping essentially. So they were like, ready, we're right here if you need us, but like, you know, we're not going to step in without you asking. And I just asked internally, like, who are you guys and what are you doing here? And I asked it internally, did not say it out loud. And Raphael, the guy who was doing the session, he was like, oh, wow, you have some people here. Like, right when I said that, it is scary. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not opening my eyes. <laughs> like, I don't want to see anything. He says, oh, wow, there's, you have some people here. There's about four, four presences that I can feel. And I was like, oh, shit. So I, didn't, I don't want to say anything because I didn't want to break whatever was happening because I felt like if I had responded, I would have interrupted all the sound that was coming through or, you know, whatever. Um, but man, I was like, after everything was done, I was like, what, what did you see? How did you see it? How did you know? What, you know, what, what happened to my body? Like, you know, it's like freaking out. Um, but it opened it. it I went, let's, let's get into that because that opening of, it's not just like, um, cause you talked about, let's see. So when we are at, when we are awake, we are in a, did you say alpha state? What's the state? Beta. Beta. Okay. So when we're, beta. we're awake, we're in beta state. Um, when we go to sleep, we're in theta state. When we get into yeah. a very meditative or, or, you know, whatever, what's the state after that? Gamma is the, is the very, very high frequency, the highest frequency one. That's more for like creativity. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the lowest, lowest one after theta, I must just check. It's not often that we go into that one. Um, but theta is the one where there's a lot of uh, shifts, okay. um, and 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 connect, you know connections to astral projection and ast uh, astral traveling. That and, state, let's yeah, um, that one. That's the one I want yeah, to. Talk. <laughs> yeah, that's, that state. Um, I've been practicing how to get into that state, and so um, there's a guy who I talked to where we talked about astral projection, um, where. Uh, what you do that waking back to sleep kind of thing. Once you wake up in the middle of the night, you go to the bathroom, you come back, put your headphones in, turn on something that has like 420 Hertz, or I don't know what the, the numbers for all the Hertz are um, of relaxation to open yourself up. And I've had some of my most powerful astral projections doing that process, putting on something that was like um, even, you know, think about the blast that ASMR has had, right? Like everybody's yeah. like, nuts around just being able to feel these kind of tingles that happen around your body per, uh, per listening to certain sounds. So that aspect of what it does to the body, the physical response that you're having, in addition to this, the spiritual experience that you're having, just like that guy who was like, I'm a skeptic. And, you know, he's like, yeah. what happened here? Um, being able to open up a whole other world through sound and how powerful that is. I don't know that there's another mechanism that's that strong i can't think of one like <laughs> yeah i wanted to share one that that i've 
physically experienced as well. And that was through uh, the Pasana meditation mm-hmm. where I sat in silence for 10 days and meditated for the whole day. That is pretty much all we did. I don't know if you've heard of the Pasana. Yeah. The Pasana is like all around the world. They have different um, meditation centers and it's actually free. It's donation based. Mm-hmm. So um, they, they really look after you. They give you meals, they give you accommodation um, and they really make your uh, environment really nourishing so that you can disconnect from the world. You hand in your cell phone, you hand in everything. You're not allowed to read, you're not allowed to write. Um, you're only allowed to meditate, eat and sleep. Wow. And it's a strict, it is a strict um, schedule. It's like four o'clock in the morning, you wake up, that gong is going, you're in the meditation hall and you're meditating. It's like, if I remember correctly, it was like two hours. Then you have breakfast and you go back into the hall and it's another two hours. Then you go, then you have a little rest for half an hour. You go back into the meditate for another two hours. Then it's lunch. After lunch, half an hour, lie down, go back and meditate for another two hours. This literally goes from four o'clock in the morning till 9 p.m. at night. And the last hour from eight to nine, you, you're watching a dissertation given by Gwenka um, about the process of, of what is happening. Now, the first three days, I was thinking of how I'm going to escape. I was thinking, how <laughs> am I going to get my cell phone back and my keys for my car because I want to leave? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what have I, what have I got myself into? So yeah. that is, that is the mind completely like spinning and freaking out because yeah. it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be bored. And you think you must remember you lose concept of time. You're like, this is my second day. I've got another. And, and, and the mind can't fathom it because it's, because it seems so extreme. Yeah. Sorry. I think, yeah, it seems so extreme. So, um, Anyway, I, I mean, there was no escaping. I had to just do it, just accept, yeah, just do it. Cause the only way, the only way towards the end is the only way, what did they say? The only way out is through, yeah, through, yeah. <laughs> yeah, through. yeah. <laughs> so I pushed through the first three days, which was really intense, but then I made a shift and through that shift, then all of a sudden what happens is I started feeling all of these like tingly feelings, which is energy. It was like, wow, my body is seriously energy. So I had lifted through a little bit more of the physical density of my body. Mm -hmm. And I started, yeah, I started feeling these little, like it was like sensations of like tingling, which I could only explain it as energy. And then I broke through. It was like an emotional release. Wow. So much emotions moving, uh, moving through me, but you really go through these, uh, you know, ebbs and flows, yeah, peaks and, and drops. Was that a result uh, of the silence aspect of it? Because silence is also sound, but like, or the absence of sound. Yes. And so like, yes. is it reattuning yourself? Is that was it like a reset? What was happening? It is a reset. And what I wanted to explain to you is, remember I said to you sound, um, cre- uh, sound affects our brainwave activity and drops us into deeper states of theta, mm-hmm. which, which, yeah, so that's what sound does. But meditation does the same thing. Okay. So meditation changes our brainwave activity. Mm-hmm. 
and puts us into deep states of relaxation. But what I wanted to say is this takes time. It takes time. It's no quick fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not all of a sudden, you know, we can't just listen to one frequency and then expect it to, to be changed, you know, expect ourselves to be changed. Yes, we'll feel an effect, of course. But what is the most important thing? It's just consistency. Mm-hmm. How are we showing up every single day for ourselves? Mm-hmm. How, are we, how are we creating well-being in our lives, even if it's the smallest thing, but creating consistency? And then slowly, we can add on another thing and another thing and another thing. And, you know, until we, because sometimes it can be completely overwhelming to our right. bodies. We can't just give ourselves, otherwise it's this huge shock. We like literally putting 10 volts on our, on our system and we can't cope because our bodies never experienced that frequency. So it's about doing it in, in subtle ways. This is like a workout I, almost. Like you wouldn't go out is, and run 24 miles like the first day. You're like, no, I would quit and I would die. My leg would be broken. We'd be done. So, but in the aspect of frequency, I love that you said that because if you've never felt a frequency before, it will feel, it might feel good to you at first, but it could be overwhelming. It can cause um, I've experienced heart palpitations as a result of feeling the stress of a new frequency, not being used to the power of it yet. Um, I've experienced that even with, um, I talk about, I have Moldavite. Um, I wear one on my neck, which is like a very powerful stone. The frequency of the rock crystal. Um, anybody calls my crystals rocks. I'm like pissed. <laughs> the frequency <laughs> of that matter is, is it, it is incredibly powerful and you have to work yourself up to it. So in the same way, sound um your your brain needs to take time to your brain is plastic so it can rewire new neural pathways and new like um new ways of healing things like that but it takes time to build and learn and strengthen the brain is a muscle correct and we need exactly exactly um and uh, you've just um reminded me to share with you as well david and i david my partner who you got um yeah, the beautiful opportunity to also in- interview. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're creating um, a brainwave activity program that involves um, isochronic frequencies, which is um, you know brainwave entrainment, mm-hmm. and it is it is almost like going to the gym, but for your brain. Okay. Um, isochronic. So what would- does that mean? Isochronic frequencies is also the um, different, there's different frequencies of which to take your brainwave activity. You remember what I was saying is if we want to put us into theta or maybe we want to put ourselves into gamma. So Mm -hmm. there are different frequencies of, of, um, that can change our brainwave activity. So Mm -hmm. it will be a, it will be specific frequencies and we'll be taking people through a gently guided program we're starting people where they're at and then gently taking them um, through a program that slowly increases and increases and increases. Okay. Um, so that is one Wait program that we will be brain. putting together um, soon. Wait, lifting for your brain. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so we're going on about the, with meditation, the Vipassana. Mm-hmm. And um, I was mentioning, it was like on day eight, nine, because it's amazing that it actually, I understand now why they say you need to dedicate 10 days to meditation and just meditating. Because only on day eight 
had my brainwave activity dropped so low that I didn't even need to eat as much. Mm. You know, when your system is so in rest and digest, you don't need to be eating as much. Mm. You, you consume, you, you conserve your energy. Mm-hmm. So everything becomes more heightened. Mm-hmm. Sounds become more heightened. My dreams. Oh, I could remember my dreams to the, like, to the point of detail. And that is because I calmed my mind mm. so, so, you know, radically. Mm-hmm. And this takes time. It really does take time. So, you know, um, it's about consistency. And, you know, slowly exposing ourselves and, and, and going gently, but keeping a consistent uh, practice because our, our, our physical bodies have been, ex- we, get, we get exposed to so much technology, to, yeah. to, to different people, to stimulus. Um, our stimulus, food. It's a lot. Yeah. So, um, we, 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 we need daily practices where we are coming back into alignment, mm-hmm. where we're raising our vibration. Um, yeah. And sound is the perfect, beautiful modality to use to uh, realign our bodies, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical bodies yeah. through, through sound. Now, you said something interesting about how um, essentially the, the, the slower that you were able to slow the waves of your brain, the less food you needed um, or resources because your, your body wasn't needing as much as a result of that. Uh, it just kind of sparks something in me about people. Like if you're super, super hungry, um, tend to be very anxious or very like overthinking or like have a lot going on or, you know, like those kinds of things. Um, even just while in quarantine, people talking about how their snack intake has gone up, even though their activity (laughs) has gone down and, but I think that's a result of all the extra thinking, all the looking for the stimuli, all the, you know, like we're still busy, even though we're not, does that make sense? Like internally, we're even probably even busier because we're afraid we're, you know, Correct. like trying to project the future. We're like, what's happening or whatever. So we're using more resources as a result of that. Um, which I think is so cool to kind of think about. Um, I wanted to ask about, you know, like, so when we listen to music on the radio, um, things that have come in, uh, things that have words in them, certain song choices, rap, whatever, um, rock music, whatever. And given that experiment that uh, that you had talked about earlier about the, the freezing of the water molecules, it kind of made me interested about what do we need to be paying attention to as far as consumption goes, as far as what we're listening to or what we're saying? What do you have about that? I think it is so important to have, I call energetic boundaries Mm -hmm. yeah so we all need to have boundaries because boundaries keep us safe um in the world and energetic boundaries are um, boundaries that you can create that protect your energy Mm -hmm. so this is why it's so vitally important every single one of us is going to be different so i invite everyone to tune into that intuitive wise guru master teacher that exists in every single one of us because we are all powerful beings <laughs> who are here for creating yes <laughs> and when we tune into that when you can feel that something is off 
trust that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're reading an article, if you're listening to something and you can feel that it is just not, not in alignment, walk away. Mm-hmm. If there's a conversation that you're being engaged in and it's pulling you down, you can easily just say, sorry, I, I, you know, I can't, uh, in a, in a, in a loving way, sorry, but I, I, I don't, I need to leave this conversation right now. I need to, um, honor my energy and my, and my time and my space. Um, and you know, we can t- t- consider taking this conversation another time. Mm-hmm. Have so we have to be so mindful of our own energies, energies, um, and, uh, what, what we can, what we can take in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all know also, you know, people who are, who are in, who are in energy healing work, Mm-hmm. They also need to be mindful of how, how, how many people they can see in a day because only when we are full, only when, we are, when our cups are completely full, when we have nurtured our own internal cells, our own internal waters, our emotional being, and we're doing the things that we really, really love, then only can we come from a place where we can actually truly help others. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. so so important to to um, cultivate our own power within and have energetic boundaries mm-hmm. in terms of what how much we can consume and um, yeah, even podcasts, guys. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you can consume as much as you want of this one, but <laughs> but like I, I do think that there is something important there that like what we listen to. Um, what we watch, I mean, on any level, right. And all of our senses, what we're taking in, but, but today we're talking about sound. So through our ears, um, even through vibration, cause we do talk about sound as if it's something that we hear, but we are talking about, about vibration, which is not necessarily something you hear. It's also something you feel. So I love that you kind of connected also more of the internal vibration aspect of us as beings. And we're not just talking about music. Um, so for people who don't have access or aren't, you know, can't go to sound bath right now, what are some tips or things that they can be doing to raise their vibration, to help them reset and open those cells up if they're looking to, um, deepen their relationship with those frequencies or, um, essentially work out those muscles so they can raise into that vibration. Yes. So nature is a beautiful way. I know, I know we're in lockdown, but I know most countries are allowing, allowing people to be out for, for a certain period of time. So connecting in, in nature, you know, finding a forest or your back garden uh, and connecting with those pure natural raw sounds of, of nature uh, and sitting and just sitting and sitting on mother earth is a beautiful way to raise your vibration as well. Connecting with earth, mother's energy. Mm-hmm. So you know, laying on the grass and literally just laying flat out on the grass and just feeling mother's mother nature's energy being bathed and washing over you, taking some time um, to meditate. There are also, you know, loads of beautiful uh, sound meditations um, on YouTube, on online. I've actually got a beautiful album um, that people want to go and listen to. Yes. That I, yes. um, That I created in Bali. So that's a beautiful, uh, it's a mantra album with beautiful mantra chants. It's also really beautiful. Raising your uh, vibration would, you could also, um, I gave a beautiful technique to do 
which is more of an awareness technique, Mm -hmm. which is tapping into how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. So if you you try this practice for, for one day, you know, just setting your timer every 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and every 30 minutes stopping, closing your eyes and acknowledging what you, what you're feeling. Mm. what feeling is moving through you mm-hmm. and that particular feeling that is moving through you will determine where you are on that vibrational scale mm. so if you tune into feeling you're like oh my word i'm feeling so good <laughs> you know then you can bathe a little bit longer in that feeling of right. good like because the more that you bathe the more that you get that consciousness to like feel oh well, how does this 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 frequency of good feel in my body. How's yeah. it feeling? Um, and bathing a little bit longer in it mm-hmm. raises your vibration a little bit more. If you're feeling, you know, anger uh, in your body, the bit of a lower denser um, energy, energy. If it's anger, for example, again, we don't want to suppress it. We want to be able to feel that vibration of anger. So just giving it the space, feeling it, giving it a color giving it a sound, you know, you can maybe just use your voice and give it like rah (laughs) sound. Um, But, but allowing that feeling to be fully felt, seen, expressed. And then, then you, then you can with conscious awareness, then you can shift your awareness and you can go, right now I'm going to go for a run because I want to raise my vibration. I don't want to stay in this, this vibration of anger. I felt it. I've seen it. I've expressed it now i'm going to go and do maybe some meditation or you take a bath or Mm -hmm. cook a lovely meal Mm -hmm. so that's another example of how you can raise uh your vibration uh in these times so um what else you want to hear something weird yeah yeah sure (laughs) as we're talking um i'm starting to get loads of these and i get them I get them when I'm in space with people who are of a super high vibration. And I don't mean that as like a, these people are low vibration. These people are high. I just mean like, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, and I've been getting these sparkles like around the screen, like well, in my, in my visual site, since you've been <laughs> nice. talking about vibration, especially once you tuned in, she closed her eyes and she started really getting into that emotion of whatever the happiness feeling was. And then they started to really pop off. So you're doing something to my energy field here. Um, but there, but there is absolutely something to that for sure. Like that. Um, I love that you said that the, to, and I want to kind of reemphasize that like the consciousness and to, make aware of what it is that you're feeling because we often override whatever it is that we're feeling. If it's a bad feeling that we don't want to feel, we suppress it and push it down. If it's happy feeling, it's fleeting and we don't get a chance to really like massage whatever that is in that area Mm. and really acknowledge it. And I think that that is a big part of what sound healing does is gets you into a space where you can acknowledge how you're feeling in that moment. When I was sitting and I've had multiple sound baths, there was, um, and a lot of them, I always feel like I, I leave my body. Like, uh, I don't know if that's because I'm not grounded or just because I'm having this really great experience, but there is this moment of reset for sure that my body, I get a chance to say, wow, like I didn't realize how stressed I was, or I didn't realize how I was still holding on to this thing because in the absence of that thing, you get an opportunity to make conscious what that thing was. And so like yes. I came into the pyramids of chi thinking like, oh, cool. We'll have this experience. Maybe it'll be fun. I leave my body. I get to feel what it feels with, to be without those energies or those feelings or those suppressions or whatever. And then I return back to it and I'm like, Ugh, this feels 
cranky or this feels icky or um, whatever that I got free from in that reset. So I get to go, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't acknowledge you shoulder that's bothering me. That's actually related to me feeling like I can't carry these burdens anymore. Like, you know, like it ends up bringing yes. us to the surface and getting an opportunity. And that's where I think a lot of the healing takes place is that conscious awareness that the sound gives you to open that up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. One last thing, what would you, for our listeners, like if there's one thing that you would have to leave them um, to help them with their journey, uh, what would it be? I was going to say, trust in your own inner sound. Trust in your own inner sound. I'm a huge teacher about tapping into your own internal power mm-hmm. that master guru teacher and activating that vibration within you mm-hmm. you know we are we we need more leaders in this world that are that are walking their own unique beautiful truth because each and every single one of us are like a beautiful snowflake mm-hmm. and we have each come here with a purpose and a mission and it's so important that we truly leave this earth with completing that mission so yeah trusting in your own eternal vibration and sound trusting in that i love that and claiming it and cultivating it and embodying your own vibration mm. yeah. yeah i love that there is you know like even with this show sometimes like you like i know that we i interview all these different people which for me is it satisfies my uh intellectual hunger of like ooh i get to learn something new or whatever and at yeah. the same time there is this uh risk of um abandoning my own vibration or people who are listening to can do this too um when we listen to other people and think okay well their way must be better than my way or whatever no this is just another slice or perspective of the universe in ways that can help you but at the end of the day you still have to trust yourself you still have to come back to self you still need to um you know embrace that internal aspect of i love that you said internal guru i'm gonna start using that um that you are a master (laughs) inside that you can you have the ability to access that you don't have to uh abandon that for someone else's philosophy or theology or you know whatever that looks like only you know what's best for you um but it in particularly to sound that 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 particular vibration you're going to know what resonates you're going to know what feels good to you and uh like she said start acknowledging whatever that is only you know what what that is yeah so yeah stick to it yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> whatever that looks like um before we go exactly. can you tell everybody where to find you Yes, so they can find me on uh, my website which is www.vanessaholiday.com and my surname is Holiday. Yes, I'm very, very lucky. Um, but I just want to say with Holiday, it's two, two L's instead of one. So that's, that's the difference there. Otherwise, my Instagram at sheissound. Um, they can she find me on sound. there as well. Sheissound, yeah. Well, guys, yeah. if you have an opportunity to go to the Pyramids of Chi at some point, whenever this is all over, like it would be absolutely amazing. My experience there was, I mean, it literally, I'll have to go back to Bali to go because that was unlike anything I had ever experienced before. It was incredible. Please do. And you need to come to one of my sessions. Uh, Yeah, I'm planning on it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever this gets to wherever it needs to be, I'm going to go back to Bali and and get all sized up again. So anyway, thank you so much, Vanessa, for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure.
Thank you. And everybody, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe so you will never miss an episode. And definitely reach out to Vanessa. We'll have all her links below. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Interested in becoming a client for energy coaching? Find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at The Lovely Aaliyah for daily content and inspiration.